0: Ideas Factory. I am Nagma. We are back with yet another idea today with Mihir Surub Sharma. We are going to talk about the future of jobs in India, especially Mihir at a time when this digital revolution that is taking over, but it's a mixed bag uh, for the economy. Now, it is threatening jobs, but it is also creating new jobs. Do you agree with it? Because the blue-collar jobs are being threatened, the white-collar jobs are being threatened, but there are many sectors which are at the forefront of this revolution, and there new jobs are being created. So how does this, uh, the job scene look like now?
1: Look, one of the interesting things, and let us take a 200-year approach to this for a moment. Huh? Um, for 200 years, we have seen technological innovation come from you know from steam engines all the way up to the computer and um, they have all all these innovations Mm -hmm. all this technical change has both created and destroyed jobs right. And there was concern each time one of these uh, revolutions began to spread through the workforce that people would be permanently put out of work. And of course, every time it happened, there were entire professions that vanished. But so far, we have been very fortunate, there has been more, they have been replaced by more productive professions of a different kind. That has been the historical um, approach, hmm. right? Um, one thing may be different about what we are going to go through in the near future. And the automation revolution as such is not necessarily that that newer thing. Replacement of blue-collar workers by machines Mm -hmm. is something that we have been worrying about and societies have been worrying about for 100, 150 years, right? And all of us have, (coughs) some societies have suffered deeply. I mean, you know, in Bengal, we will still tell the story about the Dhaka weavers, right? Losing their thumbs because of forced uh, forced transformation to Mm. the... uh, to machine weaving, but um, <coughs> the difference—one of the interesting differences I think about what is going to happen in the next few uh, uh, years, or maybe the next decade or so—is not automation but artificial intelligence. And there, for the first time, you'll get middle-level, uh, you know, upper-middle-class people suddenly under threat. That's never happened, right? So. You have had blue collar workers under threat, you have had maybe lower middle class white collar workers under threat uh, from computers to secretaries, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, But now you will have people who work in law firms, people who work in newspapers, people who work across the board in jobs that require a certain degree of intelligence. but. Not always that much creativity on a day-to-day level, mm-hmm. right? So the paralegal, etc. Mm-hmm. All these jobs may disappear mm-hmm. and replaced by AI. Who knows? We may you know, anesthetist.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we be, there is a strong belief that this job will go, mm. uh, and these are things that people have trained for with some. You know, effort, and okay. it is you didn't. Th- they didn't think they would. So that's
0: the big threat. you Yes,
1: well, I'm saying that this is what makes it different. So we are hearing a lot more noise about it. Yeah. Than about previous technological changes. Yes. Because it's hitting a different class but of people. Yeah, or there's okay. a fear t- for a different class of people. There's,
0: there's a fear, but who are? Uh, it's also said that probably sixty nine percent of. Um, I mean, there'll be a job loss of about 69% in India, but what kind of, due to automation, you're talking about artificial intelligence, this is but automation, here, yeah. yeah, so this is automation. It, if it is 69%, it's it looks big enough to be,
1: to be afraid of. Well, you know, we should have hoped that there'd be 69% job loss in India anyway. You know that we will be moving in any case to up the up the ladder to better jobs, right? So you're saying
0: this job loss will actually lead to higher skilled jobs, better skilled should. jobs. It should,
1: it could, and it has in the past. The fear on this occasion, it is true, is that there will essentially be no replacement for the jobs that are lost, mm-hmm. unlike what has happened previously. Mm. And one of the reasons for this is that they previously, when you know jobs in low skilled manufacturing, yeah. like you know. Like ch- if, if Charlie Chaplin modern times manufacturing died, right, then another kind of manufacturing job would come along slightly higher level, mm. um, slightly more complicated that machines could not do and you would be required to supervise machines. So up till now, we have always had these manufacturing jobs. The fear is that automation will take all manufacturing jobs away completely. Now first of all, this is not an immediate issue, mm. right. So for example, on things like textiles, the jobs aren't going away immediately uh, at all. But more to the point, whenever we worry about jobs going away, we should always look at the past, um, you know, mechanism and try and work out why it isn't happening again. And if it isn't happening this time that the jobs are being replaced by higher skilled jobs, Mm -hmm. that may be because of something to do with the Indian workforce. And the Indian workforce, the, the people in those 69% jobs that are at threat, should be able to move to a better set of jobs.
2: For if example,
0: for example, like if they're moving to high-skilled jobs, then these labour-intensive jobs are a threat you move to high-skill job but these high-skill jobs could be in e-commerce in the aggregate there are lots of aggregated platforms
1: in, in, in manufacturing There could be you know machine uh, supervision machine repair across the board there are possible jobs but there is a shortage of skills um, you're absolutely right people are moving to app based platforms and people are in fact overqualified I mean yesterday uh, 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 you know how Uh,
0: Is that true and if that is the case, is India prepared for the fallout?
1: This is India everything affects women more. Uh, You know even right now you have a women employment crisis.
0: So what actions Uh, have been taken?
1: I mean it's a, this, is a, uh, this is a social problem in the mm. end. Mm. Uh, what you have had in the past 5 to 7 years
2: yeah.
1: is an enormous reduction and, and I want to talk about this specifically about North India. Mm. Right. Um, you have had um, an enormous reduction in what is called the labour force participation rate for women yeah. and particularly in rural areas and why has this happened? It can be one of any one of many reasons, but what is worrying is that as India grows more prosperous, less women work and you know it could be for reasons as much as you know if you are prosperous and sit at home or it could be and this is what, what is more relevant for your question that men who were originally employed in the cities in things like construction have moved back to the villages. Mm-hmm. They have not found employment. Because they were not finding employment, women were fired from their jobs and men were given those jobs because it was assumed that those jobs sh- women are should go to
0: the men uh, and the men second can. Rate, yeah.
1: So, there are assumptions of this time that we need to work out, you know, need to end in. Society is organized, hmm. and only until you fix how society is organized can you hmm. fix how the econo- hmm. economy is So, organised. in
0: case this automation affects, I mean, which you're saying that in any case everything affects the women more. So, if more and more women are out of the workforce, uh, do you think there is a need that we invest more in the care economy? That's one sector probably where women could be employed more. There, if there's a whole lot which is unemployed, and it's a huge part of your workforce.
1: Well, you know, this is a very complicated question because. Um, there is a you know if you start monetizing what is traditionally known as you know what was traditionally women's work Mm. right Mm. so care for children care for the elderly um, some kinds of health care some kinds of housework all right if you start monetizing that then it will appear like there's an increase in GDP it will appear like there's Mm. growth but I am not certain that it will actually lead to an increase in 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 welfare for either the worker or people who are being worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the the deeper there is no there is no alternative in in the short, medium, or long run mm-hmm. to changing our attitude a- and and women's own attitude in some cases yeah. to work. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I just you know I put this out there if. We've all heard of how the Asian tigers developed. The Asian tigers developed, you know, we think, okay, maybe capital, maybe skills, maybe whatever, but that's not true. 80% of their growth spurt in the 70s and 80s came from one thing and one thing alone, and that is women joining the workforce. All right. Um, that incredibly gave them this enormous, their growth went from 4% to 7% to 8%. We need to start with that to start happening on a sustained level for about 10, 15, 20 years. Instead, it's happening in the opposite direction.
0: Mm. So what all should India invest in, looking at all these things that are going to happen eventually Mm. and the nature of job is changing, the focus will be on high-skilled jobs. What should we invest in as a country?
1: I think we should invest in what our people need, right, step one. So now let's go out and ask people, what is it that they're looking for? And I think that you know, as you said earlier, if you go and speak to a young person from North India, or if, you know, one of those agitating Marathas, yeah. or someone of that sort, and they all say we want a government job, hmm. all right? You want a government job. What lies behind a government job? What does it mean? A government job is security, status. You know, possibly a chance to get married. All these things you know put you there. Uh, you're, you're on the ladder. Uh, it's not. It is not trem- tremendously well paid, not going w- to wind up maybe massively rich, but you know you will be okay, nobody will be, nobody will ask questions about what you do.
2: Yeah.
1: I think we need the, the sti- what we need to do is to render that desire irrelevant. You need to be able to say, okay, guys, go out, work for an app based thing, you know, take a mudra loan, uh, do any of these other things. But you will retain somehow hmm. the security and status that comes with having a government job. Yeah. How does one do that? And I think one does that by creating other sorts of support, government support, for, for young people to take these things, whether it is the ability to, whether it is unemployment insurance, whether it is the ability to be retrained, you know every five years. Uh, whether it is the possibility of getting in line for a new for new low cost housing that is built by the state or something like that. You need need to give people this sense of security and stability and status from some source other than a job and I think that that has to be our aim as a society going you know in the next 10 to 15 years it has to be uh, the government's aim the next five and maybe the so next So, the government's years.
0: aim should be to encourage this social mobility across industries,
1: especially the digital Social economy. mobility and social security, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and mobility will not happen unless people are given the security to take risks mm-hmm. in in, mm-hmm. in a country like us. So, you need to be able to, you need to, to set these out there first and then unfortunately you have to let it, leave it to these young people and to figure out what they want to do and maybe figure out where the our next to growth is coming from because right now, I'm afraid we don't have any other ideas.
0: Mm. You spoke of artificial intelligence, AI, we spoke of automation that it's a big threat. So you know the nature of jobs are changing but in the process many jobs are also being lost. Uh, What do the governments, what should the governments do actually to create an environment which gives that confidence, that safety or the safeguards for the displaced
1: workforce? Well I think one. We need to tell people, and I think that many in the government have tried to do this, that there is no such thing as a job for life anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's not going to happen and they're not going to come back. Um, second, um, you need to try and ensure that their, that catastrophic health issues yeah. won't put them or, uh, or their parents out of action. And if their parents means they themselves will have to take care of them. Mm. So if that, that shouldn't happen, because that is uh, um, sufficient to throw you back mm. into poverty. So mm. that's a, a major sense of insecurity. right? So you need to have a health backstop. Yeah. You need to have an educational skills backstop. People need to be able to think that they can go back um, and pick up a new skill at short notice that will be lucrative. Now, mm-hmm. currently, we don't have any of these things in place, right? Our skilling program, uh, people will have to pay too much for it. People aren't certain whether, the, uh, whether uh, uh, it is accessible for them. And finally, people aren't certain that after it, it will be worthwhile, mm-hmm. right? The only skilling program that everyone knows at some point might help them is English, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Frankly, if the government really wants a uh, a magic bullet on skilling, just teach everyone English, Um, you know, because that will suddenly massively open up their options as to mobility, massively open up their options as to further skilling and Mm -hmm. self.
0: uh, 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 But that doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. We had recently had the home minister saying that the
1: over the course of your schooling, learning English as a skill. Mm know if if they are uncomfortable thinking of it as a second language uh, think of it as a skill all right mm, it is mm, like maths mm. all right teach it like that so that people will know how to use it to pick up further skills. Okay. And um so yes you need to te- give give people these basic skills that will allow them to navigate a changed world right and we have to fi- we have to learn that our basic blocks of education are different now. You need English. You need financial literacy, you need digital literacy, all right, and you, and you need um, economic literacy, right? And you put these four things together, and people will be able to figure out for themselves how to move forward, right? They'll be able to figure out for themselves how to save and how to uh, 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 make money, uh, uh, yeah. you know, financially. Yeah. They'll be able to figure out uh, um, through digital literacy what the jobs of tomorrow are. Through English, they'll be able to apply for them, all right, and. So, these are the skills that you need to, to impart yeah. to people who are 10, 9, 10, 11, 12.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, before we wrap up, very quick two questions. Uh, India has a huge workforce still in the informal sector. So how should that be incorporated? We have that problem of getting all those people in the informal sector. In, uh, you need to be a part of this
1: growth. I think that look, I agree, and I've always thought of this as a as a problem for India, right? That we have so many informal workers in such a small formal sector. All our, you know, all our protections are given to formal workers. They are protected from being fired. They have PF, and the formal workers have nothing. I think that now um, we have to realize that it's not it's no longer a problem that can be solved. You know, when we heard about demonetization, it was all about, you know, formal bana yeah. Formal bhi ho rahe hain But it is not a solution to the larger problem. There are still 90% of people who are out of this formal safety net and aren't employed formally. I think that you can no longer rely on the formal sector as a way to root these benefits to them. You have to ensure that the informal sector itself is a place where people will want to work. And people can make the choice to work between the informal and formal, and it will not hurt them which they choose. That has to be put out there. Hmm. And that means that you have to restructure your access to savings, you have to restructure your access to health, all these things, which currently are rooted through your job, right? Hmm. Your, your employer pays for your health, your employer puts money in your PF. Now, you have to ensure that somebody else puts money in your in your PF, somebody else puts money in your, um, hmm. in your health. Hmm so that there is that protection is built up outside so I think once again the whole
0: structural change yes,
1: there's a structural change yeah. there which says that you yeah. need to provide security then you no longer have to worry mm. about informal the informal sector being so large as a problem
0: okay so we should not actually look at the informal sector as a problem but b- but we basically we change the whole structure we should take, steps, take to steps to say it's
1: no longer a problem yeah alright, alright. So it's it I am not saying you can shrink the size the informal sector mm. anymore, it looks mm. impossible. Mm. So just figure out what about it was the problem. Mm. The government's idea of why it is a problem is not my idea of why it is a problem. The government's idea of why it is a problem because it worries the informal sector does not pay enough taxes. That is not why most of us economists worry about it. Mm. Most of us economists worry about it because it is unpredictable and it does not have enough protections for its workers right okay Um, and those are the things that we need to fix
2: Hmm.
0: so uh, all that all the changes that we are now witnessing in India or uh, we we were speaking about the the future of jobs and how the nature of jobs will change eventually but all this is not happening just in India it has happened elsewhere in the world as well so what lessons can we draw from some of those countries
1: nothing unfortunately because you know, those are countries that had enormous amounts of formal employment and now they're all becoming informal. We've always had been for they're turning to us for lessons. All right, on how to manage with a large informal economy, how do you how do you measure it, etc. etc. Um we don't have any lessons there. How did they become rich? They became rich through mass manufacturing. Our concern is automation will be so all pervasive that mass manufacturing will not be an employer for unskilled people anymore. Hmm. Um, So, we do not have a single lesson that we can draw from anywhere except one and that is that workforces that are provided stability, workforces that are provided security and workforces that are provided stature, workforces that are mixed in terms of background, Mm -hmm. mixed across gender, region, in our case caste and religion, these are the workforces that do well. And we need to make sure our workforce moves to that level, and it's a social intervention that's required to improve the way that people live, and the way that people think. That is the only lesson we can take. We cannot take. There is nothing to be picked up. All right. There is. There is a desire to. you know, among the government, among many people. Um, otherwise, also look outside and said, they have this one scheme somewhere, and they have you know those people built this road from here to a port. You put these two th- two things together, and development will happen in 2015, 2025. That's not how it happens. Okay
0: security and stability these are the two things that you are Never talking about
1: invest in your people
0: invest in the people and that these uh, this these two terms these two words actually are the biggest concern right now yep. when we talk about the future of jobs, security and stability yes. that's what people are worrying about uh, in the job scene so thank you so much mihir for that talk